This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark. And a man who has his own podcast uh, on the Blaze Radio that you need to listen to. You want to hear the truth spoken, uh, you'll go to Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark, who is at the heart of riots in his city uh, and, uh, and, quite honestly, a lot of controversy because I think you're speaking truth. Welcome to the program, David. How are you? Oh, thanks, Glenn. It's my pleasure. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm at the heart of it. I, I could see this thing coming. It's the same ingredients that exist in a lot of uh, urban centers where you have a uh, presence of the underclass. You have the ghetto, and you have the pathologies associated with that. You have inescapable poverty. You have failing public schools. You have massive unemployment. You have a father absent homes. You have questionable lifestyle behaviors. You have all these ingredients. Those are the ingredients that are the potential uh, for this sort of social upheaval. And then a, a catalyst comes along, an igniter, like a police shooting. And then, uh, you know, total chaos ensues. But uh, this really has nothing to do with the police use of force. As you know, this is a political construct right now. Tell me what you do know about the uh, shooting. First of all, it was a black officer, was it not? Yeah, black officer uh, made a traffic stop. He and his partner, vehicle. Uh, suspicious vehicle. They use the reasonable suspicion to stop. The uh, two actors, they get out, uh, at least one, I think both, but at least one has a handgun in his hand and he's facing the officer. He was ordered to drop the weapon. He didn't. The officer feared for his safety. It doesn't take long to go from having a gun at your your side or um, your hand, you know, with it tucked in your waist to pulling it out and drawing down. So the officer uh, fired several shots and uh, killed the perpetrator. The perpetrator it, had a stolen gun. Is a long criminal history. Okay, so he wasn't a concealed carry permit holder then, I'm guessing. No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Concealed carry permit holders don't behave like that, as you know. <laughs> well, there had to be some law that we... Have we thought about putting blaming the gun manufacturer and putting on the barrel, pointing this weapon... Mm-hmm at a police officer may result in injury or death. Glenn, don't give them any ideas. Uh, because that's what they'll be requiring <laughs> the, uh, the manufacturer yeah. to do. Look, this is underclass behavior. Uh, what happened Saturday night in Milwaukee is the social order collapse. When the social order collapses, um, tribal behavior takes over. When tribal behavior takes over, the law of the jungle replaces the rule of law. You have, I mentioned all those pathologies, uh, here in Milwaukee and, and in ghettos all across America. Uh, one of the main contributing ones, though, for these young black males, uh, no respect for authority, but they don't have an engaged, uh, effective father in their life. And you and I know, your listeners know that. Um, young men that grow up without a father to shape their behavior oftentimes turn into unmanageable misfits later on in life that the police have to deal with in an aggressive fashion, and that's what happened here. You know what's ironic is that the father of this uh, uh, person who was killed 
spoke out yesterday, and he apologized. He said, I failed as a father. I haven't been. He's been in and out of prison himself. And so it's just this ugly pathology over and over and over again. But he did come out and say what I've been saying forever, that dads matter. Um, you know, dads have to step up. Seventy percent of the kids born in Milwaukee are born without an engaged father in their life. And we're seeing the, uh, wow. uh, the dire consequences as a result. So if I am working for Media Matters, here is the headline that I write based on what you just said. Uh, David Clark, Milwaukee County Sheriff uh, David Clark, uh, uses code words, jungle, tribal, uh, savage, um, ghetto. Ghetto. Uh, You you have, uh, you've used all the buzz code words. I mean, you're a black man. So I guess you are allowed to do that. But you've used all the code words. And that is all that anyone would focus on. How do we get past this point, David, where we're not, we're not worried about words anymore? We're actually worried about deeds and we're worried about how we heal this rift. Yeah, and that's interesting. Um, but I don't think they're code words. You know, I'm, I'm blunt. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, I, I call things for what they are. And what has happened over time, as you know, is, is the left, this modern liberalism push, this progressive movement has tried to control the language, and they know they can control the narrative. They've tried to cleanse the language so that it's easier for unsuspecting people to deal with, right? We call it, what, economically depressed area. No, it's a ghetto. And if people live down there, and my offices that are down there every day know it's a ghetto. You know, I use words like the law of the jungle. That's what it is. It is tribal behavior. You look at some of these war-torn nations, um, uh, these third-world countries, it's the same behavior, okay, with this tribal warfare, this indiscriminate killing, all this violence. And those are underclass behaviors here in the United States. But that's what's at play right now. Glenn, I'll give you an example. In Milwaukee, the night before the uh, police officer shooting, which happened in the afternoon, four people were murdered. In the city of Milwaukee, nine people shot in about a 24-hour period, and there wasn't a peep from these individuals. The victims were black. The perpetrators were probably black. They haven't all been taken into custody. And not a word. See, your media matters and others, they want to just gloss over the real problem in the American ghetto, and it is the black-on-black crime that claims more lives than any police officer cumulatively all across the country every year could ever take and so that's why I said this is a political construct. It's not what they're, they're making it out to be. But what I'm trying to do is open people's eyes. You know, and I'm, when I'm talking about open people's eyes, I'm talking about my people, black people, who, you know, they'll figure this out if they get accurate information. The Democrats have, and this progressive movement, have given them the, the impression that they're trying to help them. No, these, these people are keeping them strapped to the liberal plantation, for votes at election time and for political power. They're being abused. They're being exploited. I think it's a sin uh, that this stuff is going on. And so I'm going to say what it really is and not uh, allow the left to uh, control the language that I use because that's done, like I said, it's done to fool people. I will tell you that you ha- we looked at the history of uh, Milwaukee, and you haven't had a Republican since 1910 and you've had 38 years of socialist, out-and-out out socialists, not Democrat, socialists right. as mayors uh, for 38 years in uh, Milwaukee. And it still doesn't get – the people still don't get it, do they? 
No, the the money, the federal money, the state money that flows into this area for all of these uh, um, ineffective social programs, whatever you want to call them, uh, is staggering. And again, this political class here, which now is a progressive uh, Democrat political class, and I say now it's been that way for the last uh, half a century, uh, they're still on this, we need more money from Washington, we need more money from the state, uh, you know, money, money, give us more money to, you know, keep this welfare state uh, going. That's that's all it's really doing. It's not helping people. We spend $1.3 billion, Glenn. That's the Milwaukee Public School System's budget, 80,000 kids, $1.3 billion. Holy the kids cow. Can't, the kids can't read and write at grade level. They can't add, subtract, multiply, and divide. They're not graduating. They're coming out of their functionally illiterate for $1.3 billion a year. So you know and I know it's not about money. Uh, this is to prop up the status quo, keep these kids ignorant, keep these kids. This is the next generation. This is their next generation of Democrat voter, and they know it. What do you expect to happen in Milwaukee here? What's, what's going on? Well, I'll tell you what. Last night uh, was a little better than the night before. Not good enough for me. You know, we didn't have the firebombing. We didn't have the, uh, the torching. We didn't have the looting and the, uh, uh, you know, that sort of thing. But at the same time, some officers were injured. There was some rock throwing. And that's why I said it was better than the first night when we had the, you know, three businesses, big businesses burned down. There were like nine other fires uh, that were set cars set on fire, police equipment damaged. Uh, that didn't go on last night, a few rock-throwing incidents. But, uh, you know, and I won't be satisfied until these creeps crawl back in the hole they came out of. I'm talking about these rioters here because the overwhelming majority, as you know, uh, in these, uh, these, these, these ghettos are good law-abiding people, good law-abiding black and brown people who just want some, you know, decent quality of life. They may be uneducated, they may be undereducated, they may be unemployed, they may have a lot of baggage along with them, but they're still good law-abiding people, and they just want uh, some semblance of safety, just some semblance of it. And right now they're not getting it. So uh, we'll be out there. We have a better plan. You know, the first night these things happen, you don't get the plan. Well, we got the plan the second night, and that's why I think the results were better. Um, we are going to enhance that plan. We've had some meetings this morning to critique what we did yesterday, what worked, what didn't. Uh, what can we do more of to, you know, quell this thing to where this thing just, you know, finally ends? And uh, it may take a little while, but uh, we're going to win this thing. Blaze Radio, uh, the blaze.com slash radio is uh, where you can hear his podcast, the blaze.com slash radio. It's Sheriff uh, David Clark, Milwaukee County Sheriff David Clark, who has been a friend of the program for quite some time. Uh, and one of the really good sheriffs that really uh, gets it and is completely frank. And uh, it's, a, it's a privilege to have you on with us today. Sheriff, stay safe. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be on with you. Be you well know. now. Bye-bye. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.